Hello and welcome to Guy Perryman Interviews. Our travel companions today are Charlie and Hugo from Pale Waves, British rock band who were in Japan for Summer Sonic Music Festival in August 2023. The conversation took place in the rather noisy press area at the festival just after their live show on the Marine Stadium Ocean Stage and was first broadcast across Japan on my InterFM radio show. Enjoy the journey. It is wonderful to welcome on board two of Pale Waves. Hello, hello. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Hello. hello. I think I accidentally called you Pale Ale on the radio the other day because I was thinking of beer in summer <laughs> festivals. My brain was like Pale Ale, yeah. but my eyes were like Pale Waves. So um, my listeners are like, wow, they sound like a really cool band. But anyway, so I apologize about that in advance. That's great. I think that's great, to be fair. Yeah, There's something there, isn't there? Yeah. Maybe one day we'll release a little... Uh... <laughs> A line of IPAs and beers and like yeah. your own beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should, shouldn't we? You've literally just come off the stage, Marine Stadium. Yeah. How was your first day at Summer Sonic? It was great. It was the hottest show we've played <laughs> by a mile. Is there any shade on that stage at all? Not at all. But well, are there? Maybe. But it was. I it's kind. Of, it was. No, <laughs> I'm not sure. I just saw. Yeah. I feel like the shade doesn't really make too much difference. It's just. <laughs> It's just in the air, it's just sweaty. Welcome to a very bonkers summer here in Japan. So are you going to have, I know you've got to go to Osaka for tomorrow's show. Are you going to have any time in Japan or Summer Sonic to see anything, do anything at all? We had yesterday. So we arrived quite early at like 7, 8 a.m. yesterday, came in. But honestly, I fell asleep from like, <laughs> I fell asleep from like half two to like seven. You had a little wander around, didn't you, to be fair? You went down to some little bars, didn't you? I went to a bar with a manager that was uh, you had to be absolutely silent it was a cafe you had to be absolutely silent and everybody's facing the front where there's a massive hi-fi system and a guy just puts on classical records and everyone just sits and listens to it and it was bizarre but it was, it was great how was the music? long okay. uh, <laughs> my manager fell asleep so well, actually maybe I should ask how was the sound system because I guess that's the key thing I presume this this DJ classical DJ really wants to show off his sound system I think that's mainly what it's about yeah it was great it was massive it was massive yeah it was sort of mounted on the wall you have to go bartenders bar owners here in Japan take their bars and their bartending very seriously and you know you go to a bar to talk to the bar master or the so were you allowed were you allowed to talk to this person not in this one everyone was absolutely silent um until my phone fell out of my pocket oh. and disrupted everyone. <laughs> but you're quite right. We went to another bar, one of those tiny little bars uh, last night, and you know it is you and you know the the guy behind the bar having a beer together and chatting. And I love it. It's great. So there you are. You're having a Japan experience while you're here. Absolutely. Is there anything about Japan you've discovered or would love to share with the rest of the world? The toilets. You're not going to say heated toilet seats in no, 38 no, no. degrees. It's all about the shower, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you get a wash. Yeah, you get a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely living in, in the future here. It's, it's, I don't know why the rest of the world has caught on to that. You know, in the room, in the hotel rooms, they've got that spray that you can spray on your clothes to, like, sort of deodorise it and get rid of the germs. That is really good. You really are having a Japan experience. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm taking it all in. Actually, you know, I just realised there was a very, very long queue for the loo, and I'm like, maybe they're actually just going to have a good time in there instead of watching the bands. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. Could they, well be. Yeah, yeah. So they've discovered it too. <laughs> The BBC Sound of 2018 yeah. and, and other moments, uh, NME Magazine Award. Yeah. yeah. Good moments in life. Do those things make you go, yeah, I'm so glad I'm doing what I'm doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially because that was quite an early time in, in yeah. the band. Yeah. And it was just all, it was quite surreal, really, to, 
to do all that, you know, winning award and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, it's still crazy now. It is, I, I, find, I find it hard to believe that we just do this, you know, for this is what we do. And, and people like you. Uh, well, apparently so. <laughs> they do here. So, yeah. They do here, at least. It's great. Well, I mean, you're on, you were on the largest stage at Summer Sonic in Tokyo. So, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty amazing thing. So. Yeah, I mean, like, the first time we came here, we played inside here, right? Yeah. And we were so shocked then. So to then, like, build up and you played it. This is the third time we played it now. And go on, that's, you know, like, we started the track, the intro. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to make it in time for the first night. I was like, look, running across the stadium stage. I look back and he was like, oh my God, what's going on? It's quite a big stage. It's massive. It's a big stage, yeah. Do you have a favourite festival moment from anywhere or any time? Do you know what, that first summer Sonic, because I said this to you, didn't I, the other day, yeah. it's all curtained off, so you don't know how many people are in there. You know, usually at a festival, like you'll have a little peek and you'll be like, oh, amazing, or oh God, like this... <laughs> And we had no inclination. It was like our first gig here. And we walked on stage and it was full and we were like, oh my, I remember like being like, oh my God, that's like the best thing I've ever seen. And then most people knew the worst of the songs and like, it's just incredible, yeah. Like to come out to that in a country that you've never been to before and have, you know, 10,000 people there is just like unforgettable, isn't it? When you're at festivals, because for us festival goers, the great thing about a festival I always think is you just discover new music. Yeah. You see bands you've never seen before. Does that happen to you guys when you're at festivals at all? Plenty yeah. of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when you're just kind of here, you know, as we're getting ready for a show, you just hear, you know, the band or the artist who's on before you or uh, on under the stage, and you're like, ah, oh, that's, that's a bit of a tune. And then you, you kind of have a, have a look at the lineup, see who it is, scope it out. Yeah, it happens all the time, to be fair. Yeah. I always think as well, you know, when you go to a festival and you might see a band you really know well, and then they'll play a song that you didn't really like that much and you see it live and you go, oh my God, and you go over and you like, play it over and over and you're like, have I never heard this one before? Like, feels like your first time you're hearing it or something. How about you guys? Do you love, I presume being musicians, you love being on stage. Do you love performing live? Yeah, it's, it's the best thing, isn't it? It's the best feeling. Like, there's nothing better than like a good show. For me, it's the best part by far of the whole thing. I don't think I've experienced anything that feels the same as that. I love it. It's such a rush. There's just a feeling about it that you don't get doing very anything lucky, else. It's very lucky, isn't it, to be able oh, to do yeah. that? Because, like, it's such an un... It is an uncommon job, isn't it? Like, it's not yeah. something that, like, many people have experienced. So to be able to... Not only have experienced that once, but hundreds of times and still be able to and walk out and interact with people in that way I think it's a unique experience to be able to like share something with that many people especially when it's something that you're like involved in and when you come this you know come to Tokyo and you play a stadium like that it's just it, it doesn't make sense to me I think it's <laughs> it's, it's amazing it's surreal and I'd imagine for all of you as a band it must be like a family too as a unit it must be such a wonderful feeling to all be together as that unit I think there's like the obviously there's like the good and bad moments, isn't there? Always. Yeah. Why do you fight? Not really. We've never really been like that. Um, but sometimes on long tours, especially at the start, because we were touring so much, the bits on the road, the long drives and stuff, and the days off sometimes can get quite they're quite difficult sometimes, aren't they? Like, but you know, everyone's always there to support each other. But at the end of the day, like you're saying, you go out on stage and you just forget all of it yeah. for that like hour, half an hour, whatever it is, and then you realise that's what that's what makes it worth it and then it's like you know before the show after the show we're all like in the dressing room blasting music having a drink whatever and it's just like you realise you're like this is the luckiest yeah, to be surrounded life, by like best mates and being able to go out on stage and do that as well actually I asked about earlier and I always think about how do you feel before you go on stage and then how do you feel after a show 
Oh, well, <laughs> normally feel fine before we go on stage, have a couple of drinks. Yeah, it's just a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then how do you feel after? After, I feel even more drunk than I was when I walked on, <laughs> and then that carries on usually all night. However, today was different because I was actually hungover. Oh. And it was sort of like being in a sauna for the whole time we were on stage. And I think I sweated that much that by the time I came off stage, I felt fine. I think I, it cured my hangover. I'm a kid of the 80s. I was a teenager in the 80s and grew up with all the new wave. And I've seen so many references about who've possibly inspired you. And some of my favorite artists, The Cure or Copto Twins or, you know, all these amazing artists. I believe have inspired you. Yes. How did you guys discover and how do all of you discover that music and, and do you think that music did inspire you or are you finding your own niche? And I also want to say thank you very much for keeping that kind of music alive and making a new version of it in the 21st century. Uh, that's cool. I never really thought about it in that way. But... I mean, it's a lot of, you know, playing together in a rehearsal room a lot. You draw on your influences and sometimes you consciously discuss it and you're like, oh, like, you know, you might reference a guitar sound or something and then you interpret that and it changes. And I think that's like you were saying just then. It's keeping it alive, but it's a bit of an interpretation. It's changing, it's evolving and it's making it a modern interpretation of the music you love growing up. For me, it was my dad. Yeah, see, I'm your dad's generation. So. Yeah, he, you know, he loved The Cure, loved The Smiths, Cocteau Twins as well New Order you know Joy Division or like I mean and also being in Manchester as well like massively like there's so many amazing Manchester bands and you're surrounded by that even you know Oasis as well like just all unbelievable bands and like seeps into it doesn't it when you're there like we rehearsed there for like two years when when you're there you just without even realising or trying it gets in there somehow and you yeah I did want to ask you about Manchester and how that amazing music legacy must soak into your skin and your bones I think so, yeah. It's in like it's so much culture there, isn't there? And there's so much influence. Factory records were like obviously massively influential and still are today, even though I don't think they're a label anymore. They're not a label anymore, are they? I don't think. But, but yeah, it's 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 an amazing music scene and it's just got something different there, hasn't it? It's so like, I don't know, it's just something in the water there. So there you go, if you're Japanese fans listening right now, if they're gonna come over to the UK and go to Manchester, where should they go? Where do you love? Oh, do you know what? I haven't been out there for a while and I do live there but Northern Quarter's always good we used to rehearse night and day and that's a in the day a bar, cafe kind of thing and in the night a lot of bands play in there along that street there's a lot of good places yeah. um, you can't go far wrong actually if you're around there because you can just fall into any of the bars and you'll have a great time it's becoming really popular there and I just think it's got a great future in the next you know, 10, 20 years it's going to be amazing I always speak with people about the power of music and you guys do what I can't do. You make the music the soundtrack to our lives, so thank you very much for that. But for the two of you, for all of you, do you all turn to music in your lives at all times, good and bad moments? It soundtracks your life, doesn't it? It's, it's what you grow up on. You associate certain memories with certain songs, certain feelings with songs. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think sometimes I've found before that there's albums that I've listened to and not been too fussed on, and then two years later I'll hear it and because my emotions have changed and I've grown up and I've matured it's then like it means something else to me and that's the power of music isn't it it's like it will always find you at the right or the right moment whether that is happy sad you know you know whether you're going through some hard times or you're just having like an amazing summer with your friends there's always something that you can link back I think for most people anyway who enjoy music that's how I often associate my memories with like certain periods of life as like, that's when I was listening to that album that's when I was with that album but you say certain songs that take you back to a specific not even day but time in that day and I feel like you just remember that forever 
and there's so many songs that I go back to. I, don't, I often actually don't listen to them deliberately because I kind of don't want to wear it out and lose that memory that's related to the song. Yeah. So a lot of times I kind of spare them, and then if it if a moment kind of feels right, then you listen to it and it takes you back there. It's, it's a weird thing that I do. I don't know if anyone else does that, but. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I don't want to ruin it. So, I and also, you know, if you're going to listen to a particular piece of music, it's immediately going to make you feel a particular way. Exactly, I think yeah, so. Yeah. You might want to avoid that feeling, or or you might or want to go. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you're dead, right? Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of art's like that, isn't it? Even with films, you know, when you like sit, you know, you get in after a long day or something, <laughs> and you're like, I just want to watch something that's really mind-numbingly like easy to like, it's just boring almost. You can almost you just sit on your phone while sort of peeking around the corner. You have to build up to the big ones, don't you? Like, if you, if it, I don't know, if it's a big drama and you get in and you've had a hard day, you're like, I don't need any more drama in my life right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Same with music, in it sometimes. Exactly, it's like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you don't even want to listen to music as well. Like, that's, yep. I mean, we're surrounded by it, listen to it 24 7, but sometimes it's like, you need the breaks as well, right? Because then you appreciate it more when you take those moments to sort of listen to it. And... How do you want your audience and your fans to feel when they listen to your music or come to a show do you think about them yeah yeah. I I think when we're playing shows specifically I want to I want them to feel like I'm feeling on stage which again I can't even put it into words really but it's just like excitement and well we all know what when you listen to a piece of music you like it's hard to describe how it makes you feel but yeah for me it's how I feel on stage I try to project that and hopefully it kind of comes across in that way. Hosting a party, I always think there's like an anxiety there, isn't there? You want to make sure that everyone's having a good time. It is, it's like, so you give it everything and then you get lost in it, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Like, it gets halfway through it, you don't even know where you are, you're just doing this thing that's, (laughs) that's just natural to you. But I always think, like, God, I really want the crowd to just all feel together, everyone feel like they're having the best day of their life but that's all you want isn't it? you want to walk away and like sometimes you walk away from a show and you know you've done that and that's the best feeling because you're like you could see the reaction of the crowd and then you play better you, you play with more energy and you just walk away and it's like you know you gave them a good time and that is what it's about isn't it like it's always about the people in the crowd it's not about us on stage is it like at the end of the day we can talk about the set list we can talk about this that and the other what we're going to do and but all that actually matters is if the people in the crowd have a good time because sometimes you come off stage and you beat yourself up a little bit don't you like oh didn't play too well or this that and the other went wrong but you were like yeah but look at the reaction of the people and that is actually all it's about isn't it well thank you for making thousands of very very happy people here in japan feeling euphoric today myself included thank you for the music as always please come back to japan for some pale ales pale ales yeah yeah Hail Waves, thank you very much. Let's do it. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, get some yeah. ales next time. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today. For more interviews and information, please go to guyperryman.com. <laughs>